Three to Us on St. Joseph by Father Anthony Doe. The most important call in the church today is the call to become a disciple of the Lord, to live in deep communion with him, to share his heart, his life, his spirit, his infinite care for others, but above all to be with him in communion with the Father. As we begin to reflect about the importance of St. Joseph in the church, the most wonderful, beautiful presence that he has. I want today to place him within this context of the call to be a disciple of the Lord. To experience Jesus' care for others and above all love for his Father. Saint Joseph played the most amazing role in Jesus' life. As we know, for a son, the figure of the Father is extremely important. So many values, so many beautiful characteristics and traits of love can be communicated by a Father to the Son. And what we see is a man of immense dedication and care coming through. Coming through the story of Jesus in his early life, the infancy narratives coming through in his care for Our Lady. And it's no coincidence that Joseph would have been chosen to be the one to care for Jesus and to inculcate in him a sense of who the Father, God the Father, really is. When we think of his vocation, it is absolutely amazing the father chose Joseph because he saw in him a man who would be able to initiate his divine son into his own life. He saw in Joseph the depth and tenderness of heart, the compassion, the mercy, the wisdom and the openness to others that he wished to implant and communicate to his son Jesus in the flesh. So Joseph was the one who enabled Jesus to, you might say, really freely embrace the Father in the depths of his spirit and come to know him because he was the human template that had cared for him as a child. So Joseph played an extremely important part in the life of Jesus. In those hours of silent prayer, in those encounters with the Father, something had already been implanted so that Jesus could genuinely know that the Father's presence was authentic and true because he had already experienced it in Joseph. And when we look at the qualities of Joseph, we begin to understand why he had such an enormously powerful role to play in Jesus' life. There are no words spoken by him in the Gospels. So in a sense he was a man of silence. A man who lived within the reverential presence of God. And as we know, silence for Jesus in his nights of prayer was absolutely vital. Joseph the man of silence. Joseph the man of 
awareness before God. And in today's world, in today's church, to be a disciple means to become a man and a woman of silence. One of the most beautiful aspects of the Holy Father's visit was that prayer of silence before the Blessed Sacrament in Hyde Park. The words that Pope Benedict spoke to the young people outside Westminster Cathedral, emphasizing the importance of silence. That willingness to go into God's presence and surrender oneself to him in the spirit. And so because Joseph is, above all, the man of silence in a sense, he is the one that we can turn to, to accompany us in our journey with Jesus into the arms of the Father, the foster father of Jesus, holding us as he held his son. And so Joseph's place in the church today, which is being called to rediscover the whole experience of contemplation, silence before God, allowing God to reveal himself to us yet again, Joseph's place is absolutely central. And the other great gift that Joseph presents to us is the gift of faith, which is linked to silence. Joseph was able to surrender to the will of God through the grace of the Holy Spirit, and he did so with such generosity. Surrendering to the will of God with uncertainty, especially that journey into Egypt, not knowing what the future would be, but knowing he held an enormous responsibility, both to Jesus and his mother. But the man of faith, the man who was responsive enough to the Spirit to act on the will of the Father. And we are all of us being called as disciples of the Lord to live deeper lives of surrender in faith, in silence. Encountering the Father's love for us and the world in communion with his Son. And so Joseph's presence in this experience of surrender, of faith, of giving ourselves into the arms of the Father who created us in love, couldn't be more central in the life of the Church. And we must not forget, too, that he experienced the love of Mary and Jesus in the most unique way. And he will help us also experience their love for us in the way that he did. He will be always with us, standing there, encouraging us, receive the gifts of their heart that they wish to give you, just as I did. And Joseph, who is the protector of the church, will then become our own personal protector, our own protector of our pilgrimage of faith and enable us to enter into this fullness of life with Jesus and Mary, his mother, in the life of discipleship. Always standing with us, always encouraging us, as he did the Holy Family. No one could be more central to our lives of prayer to our lives of hope in the future than Joseph, the supreme gift of the Father to his Son in his own lifetime, and, I think, to us too in ours. Dear St. Joseph, pray for us.